Episode 23, Emergency Backpacks for Your Whole Family. You could call them bug out bags, get home bags, inch bags, whatever you want to call them. Wait, inch bags? I'm not coming home. It's your inch bag. Whatever you want to call it, we're going to call it emergency backpacks because that sounds less scary. And if you have a family, things can get complicated when you're trying to figure out what everybody needs in their bag. And frankly, everybody probably needs their own bag. They really do. And managing all of those bags, growing kids, changing needs, mm-hmm. it can be a thing. And the kids take a real pride of ownership to their they bags. Do, yeah. And that's important. They like to know where things yeah. are. They like to know what's in there. They like to like choose their little toy to put in. And that's good. They, you know, yeah. that's good for them. It is. Yeah. So if each individual needs their own bag it needs to be specific to their needs and we we're here to help you brainstorm what that list might look like Mm -hmm. you need to remember that the goal is not luxury here one or two tiny toys might be helpful but not like a whole art set and a lego set and like something that's going to be annoying yeah when you're going through the bug out phase or the inch phase Uh as we have uh-huh. More time More than I'd like than to remember. Most people have. You just want them to be comfortable. Well, but the kids the kids see it too. And yeah. honestly, the adventure even yeah. if it's a negative experience. As long as mom and dad are calm, they rally. It's an adventure. Yeah. You just even if it's a tornado, mm-hmm. which happened I think Ontario was devastated by tornadoes mm-hmm. this just year. Recently, yeah. The it's kids, something. it's exciting. So you don't need a bunch of toys. No, you just have to be calm and you have to have the stuff they need to make them comfortable. Yeah. Let's start practical. Does your child need food, medicine, clothing? That's probably all, right? Yeah, the essentials. And then you have to think, what could help distract my child and keep his or her spirits up? Like a sheet of stickers is a good one stickers are great a notepad and just a few crayons they can play games with that they can do like doodly games yeah that's really fun and this is important when you're planning your bug bag when there's a situation where you're you know mm-hmm. getting out of town yeah getting out of dodge electronic and internet based yeah entertainment does not work We have been through multiple scenarios of disasters and the cell phones get taken out almost immediately. Immediately. They plan it. Well, also it's because they don't want people clogging up the lines with all those, how are you? Where are you going? What are you doing? I mean, the calls that are essential for families to communicate, but they want that open for emergency services. So they'll take out your cell phone that was actually our first indication that something was up during that one flood was that it wasn't that bad out it didn't look like it was going to be no it was sunny it was beautiful and then the cell phones went out and we were like oh Uh, okay what's going on here after you buy your items you need to pack your bags with your child and any kid over three or four should know what's in their bag and where it's located in the bag and what it's for even if it's things that they can't use themselves, like mm-hmm. uh, aqua tabs or a lighter, they should know where it is. 
so that they can help an adult find it if needed. Yeah. We have spreadsheets available in our printables area. It's also in the back of all of our planners that have checklists for each of your kids and infants and adults. And we would recommend keeping a copy of that checklist in the area where you store your backpacks. Because every six months or so, you're gonna have to go through them and anything that's on that list with an asterisk on it, you're gonna need to check. Make sure it doesn't need to be replaced or sized up in clothing or you know some need has changed especially with the kids it's like anything else if you want to do this right you have to be prepared yeah you really do so if you do it like when you change your clocks or something yeah batteries on your smoke detector check your backpack list like our gray water filter yeah are very i don't want to say homemade let's say innovative sure gray water it's amazing (laughs) uh garbage day every two weeks yeah just I do set it. it's on my calendar. Even if it feels like it doesn't need to be done. Yeah, no, I just I do it, it every two weeks, and it works. So, so yeah. this is the same thing with yeah. bug out bags. When you're packing these with your kids, it's a really good opportunity to go over the reasons why you might actually need to leave your house for an emergency, and what your family's plan is in case of evacuation. There's also emergency plans on our printables pages and in every planner we have. Mm-hmm. For older kids, you can let them help you decide what actually goes in their bags, and you need to make them as responsible for their own items as possible. It gives them like that sense of ownership, and they get more into it. I would say from age six up, especially for the boys, they really start to click. Well, girls too, because they'll be like, "Oh, can I fit this? Can I fit this?" Oh yeah, yeah. The (laughs) girls are super organizers. Yeah. You need to remember that a child's emergency bag is not meant to replace or replicate an adult's emergency bag. So, yeah, yeah, they might be capable of surviving on their own if necessary, but we're hoping that your kids are either going to be with you or with another responsible adult. Yeah. You don't want to load little kids up with, like, full first aid kits and a tent and a camp stove and emergency radios. Like, that's just a waste, and frankly, they probably can't (laughs) haul it, right? (laughs) This week on Let's Talk Trauma. <laughs> Carry this knife, babe, Jimmy. Yeah, a knife. <laughs> they made me start a fire with a flint. <laughs> it was raining. As far as family goes, there are also special considerations for if you have pets. It's unlikely that you'll be able to evacuate livestock unless you have a couple of hours notice. But house pets should be pretty easy to take with you if you're prepared ahead of time. That means making sure that you have carriers for all of your pets and that they're kept together in an accessible location, preferably by your backpacks. We want you to include food for your pet in each of the adult backpacks, as well as an extra leash and collar and a little container that could be used as a water dish if you need it. You might also want to type up a quick set of care instructions for each pet, just in case you're forced to leave it with like red cross or some emergency personnel or a friend and just laminate it and put it on the carrier as far as packing pack the heavy stuff on the bottom pack the stuff that you might need quick access to at the top yeah a buggo bag or an inch bag it's not a suitcase no and it can get heavy it can yeah and if you put the softer items towards your spine you'll thank yourself later (laughs) i Uh, I forgot about that (laughs) i I like to use large like zip top bags to organize all the items by categories so that like the food is together and the clothing is together 
And when you use those zip top bags, it also ensures that everything is gonna stay reasonably clean and dry, even if your bag takes a little swim or spends a few hours immersed in wildfire smoke. Not that any of those things have ever happened to us. <laughs> no, we've done wildfire I know. Smoke. I was being facetious. Oh, facetious. We attract, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, we've, earthquakes, we've done all the things. tornadoes, There's hurricane, definitely hurricanes, yeah. several hurricanes. We've had a hurricane here, mm -hmm. too, I think. Yeah, but like, Tsunamis, we've, we've had yeah. big hurricanes. Hurricanes like to hit when we're in planes. Yeah. Around the hurricane. We like that too. I didn't know that much snow could stick to the side of an airplane. That's amazing. It was amazing. It was a little <laughs> unsettling. How did that thing keep flying? Giant floods. Like houses underwater floods. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like several floods. Yes. We just we like to live in the chaos. Uh, also, oh. if you pack in Ziplocs, those bags come in handy constantly when you're they not do. in your house. Yeah, top, top shelf Ziploc. Yeah. The like brand the name ones. ones. Yeah. There is a malleability to the plastic mm. that you won't find in the off-brand. Yeah, brand. you'll be sad that you got the cheap Ziploc. It's, <laughs> it's a kind of point. a go or no-go yeah. thing. <laughs> like, it doesn't work 80%. It either doesn't leak or it leaks like, <laughs> like there's no point. Yeah. As far as food, yep. the aim is to provide comfort, basic needs, and like a few items that could contribute to your family's food yeah. stores and supplies. Really, it's calories. Yeah, and adults could easily get by for a few days or even weeks on just like powdered mush meal replacement bars, but your kids probably won't eat them. Like, honestly, kids would rather starve. Yeah, they do get really picky, They'll don't just they? They'll just not, especially if they're already kind of like stressed out yeah things to keep their energy levels up is good like hard candies stuff that won't melt right little snacks or treats that you might not normally let them eat mm -hmm. just as long as it's not something that's going to upset their tummy you go tomorrow you eat three cliff bars <laughs> you, you will you week. will <laughs> scream and run to your doctor you won't poop for a month it's they're horrible horrible yes. things Bye. but for there, a few days. For a few days, you can stay. And really, as I say it out loud, I realize that, you know, when you're in an emergency situation, you don't really want to be pooping every day. Like, you're... Oh, that's true. You're it in go It's go time. So, that's, that's it might not be the end of the world. <laughs> we need to take a quick break. Sorry. I'm... <clears throat> I was weed whacking today. Oh, and he's allergic to weed. Oh. And grass and yeah. all the things. But I got the job done. You did. You were out At there. At what cost? At what cost? You were out there with two teenage boys yeah. weed whacking, and it took almost four hours. I. It was just such a terrible job. I couldn't <laughs> make them do it. Oh. So I took on the weed whacking, and I had them I do the... I thought they were weed whacking, no. and you were... Oh. No, no, I was... Did you not see me when I came home? What were they doing? They were... They were finding wasp nests and stomping in them. <laughs> they were getting stung. Yeah. No. Um, they were where the vines were laying with the new shoots mm -hmm. we hadn't trellised up. Mm -hmm. They had to hand weed, like pull the oh. weeds up under them. So it was actually a really cool day for them. Yeah. But murder for me yeah. and I, i'm glad i did because i it was a horrible job yeah i i somebody's gotta do it somebody's gotta do nice it to and not feel like your kids are slaves no we we 
We have chores, but we have We have a line. chores, but we definitely have a line. If it's a really crappy job, we're going to do it. Mommy and daddy yeah. are doing it. And that's and yeah. That's what you got to figure out. It is. All right. First sponsor of the day, the Off-Grid Prep Family Planner. Yeah. Available on Amazon in a multitude of varieties. Mm-hmm. There are versions for if you have dairy cows or dairy goats, and there are versions for if you do not. There's also a blank one if you just want to be super extra and write in all your chores yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. It's 500 pages more or less of homestead organization, prepping, pantry inventories, home organization, garden plans, livestock plans, budgets, all the things. The planners even have our emergency backpacks, worksheets in the back, and checklists, and all the stuff we're going to talk about today. You can get it on Amazon, or you can get it and print it yourself on our store. Alright, moving on. We're still talking about food. Two more things to consider. If you have a baby, even if you are nursing, you should pack formula. Because there is a tiny, tiny chance that that baby will not be with you or that something will happen and you won't be able to feed him or that you'll run into other people along the way who would really desperately like some formula. You should include at least some formula for infants, including like a scoop and an empty cheap dollar store bottle. And baby formula is whey protein with vitamins. Yeah, it's got some oils in it and stuff. Anybody can eat it. Yeah, you could feed it to anyone or you you could could add it to some freeze-dried food and make anything with it you could if they're like a toddler and they're just starting to eat i would include some freeze-dried foods and a list of foods that your child can eat like if they're just starting on food and they haven't eaten anything yet put a little list in their bag this is what i like to eat because also we don't like to plan for this but it does happen we've seen it happen on many occasions they get separated for whatever reason and the people taking care of them there's no way for them to know right yeah the same goes if your kids have allergies or special diets. Just make a little card, laminate it, put it in their backpack. Finger foods, freeze-dried foods, powdered freeze-dried food is like the ultimate baby food. All you need is a little bit of water and it lasts forever. These are all like nutritious items that you can include and could be eaten by both like babies and adults. As far as like warm foods go, I include the ingredients for one warm meal in each of the kids' bags, but they do not have a pot or a stove or anything to cook that with. The adults have stoves, but it like, it spreads out the weight. Yeah, it's meant to either be a contribution to our family's food supplies or to the group. Yeah. Who, for whatever reason, ends up caring for the child. Yeah, so they have, like, a couple of, you know, Ziploc bags full of the makings of some freeze-dried stew or something. Yeah, so you've got, like, a simple mix of freeze-dried meat, beans, Mm -hmm. veggies. It's a cheap, lightweight. It's lightweight. Yeah. And so they're not carrying, like, a can of stew, because that's really heavy for a little kid. And then you need a can opener. Yeah, and you can make stew with pretty much anything. Yeah. It can be packed into a mason jar, mylar yeah. bag. Yeah, or, or it's just a, a Ziploc. Yeah, a Ziploc bag. Yeah. If you want something even easier, you could 
throw in one or two Thrive Express meals. Yeah, or just like any backpacking meal. We wouldn't want to eat those long terms. But again, we're talking about short term situation. Yeah. Just get a couple backpack meals, whatever adds up to one meal's worth for your family and Mm -hmm. put it in each kid's bag. For the adult bags, you should really have a means of warm meal preparation Mm -hmm. and some more warm meal mixes. Yeah. At the very least, you'll want like a heat-safe container, like a thermos. Yeah. Or a lightweight pot. Right. You want to include a small sterno camp stove mm-hmm. or a DIY stove. Yeah, which just like made out of a tin can. Yeah. I think, if, especially if you aren't somewhere camp campfire friendly. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not like you're lighting a fire yeah. in the middle of the, wherever you're in. Well, and, and a lot of too. emergencies are forest fires. Yeah. So you don't want to be lighting it up the stove mm-hmm. during a forest fire. Yeah. I feel but like that's a also if post. <laughs> yeah. That's a real. But you also, if you had that stove, then you also have more options for like water treatment. Yes. Yeah. Depending on how much you can carry mm-hmm. and how many children and children's bags you might need to carry. Right. You might be wise to steer clear of propane fuel camp stoves. Mm. But like, because uh, that thing of propane is big. It's heavy. It is. Even yeah. the small tanks are quite heavy, yeah. and you know, like the jet fuel and rocket boil type stoves. Mm-hmm. They're they're pricey, mm-hmm. and they're not really made for preparing more than one or two servings right. at a time. So you'd be sitting there in front of that stove for like an hour, cooking portion of after portion of stew. Yeah. <laughs> You probably want to stick with a solid fuel type stove. Okay. That can be used with either sternos, tea lights, okay. solid fuel tabs, or really scavenged kindling. And yeah. I know, you know. That's like last case resort, but. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the most economical, kind of the safest options. Mm-hmm. Separation. It's something you got to consider because if you don't, it's kind of like taking your umbrella. If you don't consider it, it's going to happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been Yeah, we've been lucky. Uh, except we for we often get separated from each other, yeah. but one of us always has the kids. Yes. And we've known lots of people who, like, for example, their kids at public school, the thing happens, and some random teacher and bus driver end up with those kids for three or four days. Like, that's a mess. It is, and people generally step up. Yeah. And there's really not much to worry about. But we've, it's good we've to give fortunate. your kids the tools to like really. Yeah, you want to yeah, prepare them. Yeah. Unexpected circumstances can arrive. Like they might even just end up in the care of like a neighbor or a relative or something, mm-hmm. right? Even just for a short amount of time. So we always pack some items that little kids might not be capable of using themselves, but an adult would be able to make use of. Yeah. Like uh, a Bic lighter. And the food that they can't prepare, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We just aim to make life easier for whatever adult ends up caring for that child. Like one pack of fire lighting supplies, a knife that the child knows is not theirs to touch, a tiny first aid kit, maps, aqua tabs. We also rewrite the aqua tab instructions out really easily for the kids to understand them yeah they're they're really complicated yeah and so but to use them is easy the instructions are terrible and horrible font yeah and so we we rewrite them out in like sharpie really big and the kids know how to use their aqua tabs yeah 
let's talk about weight. Babies and toddlers, how big of a backpack can they carry? <laughs> None. Something more like a zippered reusable grocery bag or like a soft tote. Something that you can shove into your backpack yeah. is best for babies and toddlers because you're going to be carrying that bag. <laughs> Children four and up should be able to carry their own backpack. And that's yeah. where the weight limit comes in. Yep. So like, just to give you an example, pen and paper time. Kids four to six can only probably walk one to three miles a day, and their maximum carrying weight is five to eight pounds, which is not a lot. No, but that sounds about right. Yeah. Kids seven to nine, you're looking at two to five miles. If you're, like, planning a bug out route, that's as far as they're going to get without serious whining. Mm. And they can carry eight to 12 pounds. And these are times where you have to invoke... A positivity that yeah. you haven't done in a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's taxing on everybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you can train for this. You can work with your kids and train for further distances and even like practice different routes. And it would be fun for them when, if something were oh, to happen. Yeah, with the right yeah. mindset, it, yeah. it is it's fun. Like, oh, for good, them. this adventure. I remember this adventure. This is fun. And at the end, we get ice cream and then they go. I, I wasn't there for when you guys escaped oh, the flood, yeah. but I you've described it to me many times, and it was nuts. you did make it fun, even though the water was coming in the car doors yeah. as you were... It was like, this is Come fine. on, kids, let's, let's go. go. Get the dog. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like this wall of feedlot-covered water. Yeah, yeah, it was not clean water. No, no, it was not. when I looked out... Okay, this is how it happened. This is a weird story. Do we have time? Well, we do. I've heard the story. We have all the time in the world. Please, I implore you. So, my mom called and said, I've heard that the, the, the river might be getting high. Maybe you ought to come to my house. And I had just... I was just about to start loading up my hot pack jars of salsa. That's the project I was in the middle of. And I had that night's lasagna in the fridge. Like, I was not in a mood to be leaving. Yeah. And I was You were canning. Okay. You were settled in. So I took... I I turned off the heat. I put the lid on. I was like, if I'm not back in an hour, this is going to be a pain in the butt. And then I looked outside. And it wasn't raining. The sun was shining. But there was a tiny little stream of water, like an inch running through the gutter at the edge of the road and I was like that's kind of weird and so I went downstairs I grabbed our oldest son I looked for the dog I looked in the backyard and I could see water creeping up our lawn in the backyard and I was like that's strange I grabbed my purse, I grabbed, like, the emergency cash, I start trying to find shoes for children, which is, like, a nightmare when you only have little kids. It's, like, the worst. Yeah, and we only had three We only had three kids at the time, time. but I was not, like, one of those prepared. At some point, you, like, develop, like, a large family mindset, and you get, like, systems in place, but when you have three kids, I was not there yet. And this, this was post, like, we had already... We'd already Let's lived say in Central America. We had We'd already bugged, like, I'm air quoting here, bugged out to yeah. Costa Rica before yeah. knowing what bugging out meant. Yeah. 
Like we had already done we suitcase had already rationing of, and we had already lived out of like a suitcase first aid kit. We had already sutured each other's wounds in weird third world countries. Like it's not like we shouldn't have had this on our minds. Then I go downstairs to like grab some supplies because I'm like I think we're gonna have to leave. And by that time, the water was lapping up the middle of the basement windows. Yeah, it was minutes. Like, pushing seconds, even. Pushing against the windows. And I was like, that window's going to come in, because it's like an old house. So I run upstairs, I grab the kids, I take them to the car. By that time, the water's, like, halfway up the wheels. And I have to lift the kids into the car. (laughs) And the neighbors are starting to come out of their houses. And I'm, like, trying to shove the dog in there. And, uh, that dog was an idiot. Yeah, I ended up taking a neighbor lady for a minute, but then she got out like halfway down the road. So really? She could, like, yeah, she's like, "Can I come with you?" Because she was like, "Oh, her car was stuck in her driveway, and her driveway already had too much water in it." Okay. So she couldn't get out of her driveway. So she came with you. So she came with me up to the point in the road where it wasn't like two feet of water, and mm-hmm. then she hopped out to go to somebody else's house to like borrow a car. I assume. <laughs> I assume she was fine. And so by the time I got all the kids and everything in, I opened the driver's side door to get into the car and the water went whoosh into the car. Like that's how deep it was. And for some reason, like by the grace of God, it started. It should not have started. Like the amount of water that was in my car. Yeah. It was insane. And then I had to drive to my mom's house. And by this time across the like highway, it was was wall to wall traffic. Everyone's trying to leave everyone's like crawling and the water from the river which is not like as fast moving water is washing across the road and pushing cars into the ditch to the right beside me and there's cars floating in this farmer's field to the right of me and i'm like please i got three kids in my car like what am i gonna do if i get washed into the river like i don't even know what that would look like i'm like telling the kids to unbuckle because i'm like I can't get you out of your car seats and stuff, right? Right. And so I'm telling the kids to unbuckle. Our oldest is going around unbuckling people. And I'm, like, praying that our car ends up staying on the road. And I don't know how, but we ended up making it to my mom's house, which you then knew. But then we had to go to I was B I was in transit. C. Now, you were on your in, way home. All of, in all of this time, in we're talking seconds here. Yeah. Our cell phone stopped working. So he, you, you only knew that I was going to my mom's house. Yeah, you said... I don't even remember what you said, mm-hmm. what you texted me. Yeah. But it was something along the lines of... There's, it looks like there might be something there happening. Mo- something's happening. Yeah, if exactly. I'm not at home, I'm at my mom's. Yeah. And so I knew you were at your mom's house. Now, I'm coming from a half an hour away. Yeah. Which is a long way, really. Yeah, when something's going When down. something's happening that fast. And... I just go to our house. Yeah. Because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, there was no... There were no news warnings. Nothing. And so, you're in this new truck. This is a new house. We've yeah. just moved. We ha- we're not even unpacked yet. Most of our stuff's in the basement. Now, under 8, 10 feet of water. Oh, it's demoed by now. And yeah. your truck is new. Like, literally just got the toolbox installed. All tooled up oil field truck. Yeah. Three days old. Yeah. And so you drive into this flood. Mm-hmm. And you're one of the only vehicles that can get through the flood. It's a high truck. It's a big yeah. truck. Yeah. A really nice new truck. And so he pulls up. He realizes that we've gone to my mom's. Yep. 
And then he sees our crazy. Are we telling this story? I didn't. I I wasn't intending to tell this, but yeah, no. So I I just meant to turn around. Yeah. And so I turn around and I start leaving and I see this chick, <laughs> uh-huh. like, just kind of standing there. I think she was just in shock. Well, yeah. Yeah. I knew she was so in shock. So she's come to Canada. No, she to did. escape oppression or something. Yeah, she with was her mail order. I want to say she was Slovakian or Croatian. I think she was anyway. Ukrainian or Russian. Russian, the Anyways. Russian. Anyway. She's standing in her doorway, just like kind of looking out on the world. Like, what's gonna happen? No, she wasn't consider. She wasn't pondering anything. <laughs> there was That's, I guess, where it kicked on, in for me. Was home. I I somehow knew that you guys were safe because yeah. you weren't there. You had said we're going to my mom's. Yeah. And yeah. that was it. I was like, all right. They made so it. So they're good. Okay, the car isn't here. And uh, quick side note: your mom's house was like 10 feet above sea level at this point yes. like it was only like it wasn't this a is a flat lot. but town. we didn't know and they weren't telling anybody no. anything nobody nobody got told so if you anything. didn't have a ham radio yeah. or like yeah you, you didn't know what was going on no to this day nobody really knows yes this is like roswell crap yeah anyway so i i go up to this girl and i i i realize she's having trouble yes and I back up and I say, "Hey, come on, let's let's go." You know, yeah. like the water's up, I can still get we out. Go. And so she kind of nods and shake. She's like, "Okay, let's go." And she's in a trance. And anyway, she asks me to grab a couple things out of the house. Because she wanted to save her husband's NHL hockey memorabilia. Oh my god, I forgot that's about what that. she wanted. From right. the basement. <laughs> like, she thought that he was going to be mad at her for not saving a bunch of jerseys and well, stuff. I forgot about Well, he probably would have hit her. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a lost cause. We go to the stairwell and there's, you go there's to, no so way. you back up to her house. I back up to try with the and truck. help her load yeah, up whatever the right. thing it was is a tr- that she She, is she sees I have a truck and she, she realizes like, oh, you can help me. she can fill the box. She's, yeah. she's not trying to like even save herself. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can get my stuff out. Yeah. And so we throw a whole bunch of stuff in the back of the truck and I go to drive forward and I hit what a, I eventually found out was one of those, um, it was like a valve, like, like a, a storm drain a, valve. Okay. That was buried in her lawn. Yep. Okay. And it was a sinkhole. And by this time, it was nice and wet. It was a sinkhole. And so your brand new truck ends up down in, in buried the dirt, just buried within so seconds. You're not going anywhere. And so we're both sitting there in this truck for about a second or two, and we realize this truck's going to fill up with dirty yeah, water. You're like you're surrounded. And I had a six foot step ladder in the back of the truck, and she had a house with a low pitched roof. Like a flat roofed house, and within seconds, I'm like miming the actions here. I'm looking back and forth. We, I set up the ladder in the back of the truck, and I said, "Get on the roof." So, did you crawl through the back window of the truck? Uh, you must have. Yeah, I don't remember that you actually. Open the door at that point. No, no, and no. I did. I opened the door. The okay. water came in. I remember now. Okay believe i pulled her through the back window okay yeah that sounds and then you had your lunch kit and a bag of 
clothes that you had just I bought. I did, because I had just, even though I had a new truck, which was a field truck, I had, that day, I had been to the next, to the city, the big mm-hmm. city, mm-hmm. and I, I had gotten a promotion. So you had, like, So I was going to be a project manager. Okay. And so I went to, I was doing a job, and I, I went to a nice store, and I got a pair of pants and a shirt okay like it wasn't like, that much yeah, but, but yeah i was like okay well i gotta so get rid of the car hearts nothing, here and you had some tools i had an extra change of clothes yeah. i had tools and i had a lunch kit with some food in it and Your i cell phone two cell phones which only worked sporadically it was it was but like it was like you had you had they two- tried to shut it down but they qu- couldn't quite get yeah, it stuff kept going so you could get the odd text message mm-hmm. right yeah and we kept getting weird 911 messages, yeah. remember? And yeah. it was like... But useless, like not helpful no, at all. No, not at all. In no way helpful. So I got this girl, lady, whatever on the Tell me roof. though, what did you grab from the main floor of her house? <laughs> this is epic. I snapped into, okay, what do we need to camp out here mode? Uh-huh. And I went to her house and I and I remember holding her. I think at one point I grabbed her by the shoulders uh-huh. and, I, and I said, "Do you have food? Uh-huh. We need to get just the minimum." Uh-huh. And we had a whole thing for about I'm sure it was like five seconds. Right. Right. It felt like hours. I ended up grabbing toilet paper <laughs> because I suddenly just like realized that you know what. Right. Yes. But you do kind of. But this was years <laughs> before. So apparently, this is just a human reaction to stress. Just grab all the toilet. Right. <laughs> I never thought of that. But yeah, that's what what I did. Uh-huh. I said toilet paper. We need toilet paper and and granola bars, and I just grabbed everything that I we went to the fridge. Right. And I made her like got me through. She was in a total trance, and I was in go mode. Mm-hmm. Like this, yeah. we need to get on that roof and have as much stuff as possible. Meanwhile, the water is rising around you. Oh, like it, and like it's rushing an cold inch feedlot water. It well, I didn't know that till later. Yeah, but uh, but it's like this is coming from the it Rocky felt Mountains. Bad. It's cold. It is so cold and, and so it's fast. Not still water. Yeah, no. And so we got on that roof, we had toilet paper, and I mean, this is flood time, so I didn't even think about rain, but mm-hmm. it was rainy season. But it wasn't raining that day, no, that's why it was it weird. it didn't rain at all, not yeah. even a little bit. Some some government entity let a dam go. Yeah. On purpose. They said it was an accident. It was not an accident. Anyways. And when I was When I was evacuating the town, there was already tanks lined up on the highway, and it had only been an hour or two. I feel it like was it, not an accident. I feel like it takes a long time to move a tank. Many, many tanks and many, 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 army many people. army people. And yeah. they broke down doors and they seized guns. They broke down every door in the town. They drilled out every lock. They took every firearm. So he ends up on the roof. Yeah. And then he ends up pulling people out of the river all day. And then you yeah, ended up. Yeah, there was at least three or four people. I think you out had six people on the roof by the time the helicopter came. It was a. It there was, was a, a diabetic. There was a guy. Oh right, the dog. diabetic. You kept. He kept trying to save. No, dogs. it was an old lady with the dog. Was it? Yeah, it was an old lady with the dog, and we tried to save the dog, and I just, I couldn't. But the young guy, who I pulled up. Uh huh. Uh, who eventually I gave my clothes to, and right. that was so I had these spare soaked. clothes. He was soaked, so I gave him my clothes, uh-huh. and I put on 
my new clothes. Right. Because, like, he yeah. needed clothes. Uh-huh. And he dove in and so- saved this dog and this old lady. And she was just next door. Okay. We, there was but this weird people phase. People are waiting. They're like, oh, no, the government will save me. And yeah, they wait. No, and no. they wait. And they no, wait. there was no saving. And then two weeks later, when the cops start going through the town, they find all the dead bodies of the old people who are there just going to wait. There were a lot wait. of dead bodies. A lot yeah. of people died. And even for our scenario, uh, we ended up getting airlifted. Yeah. The helicopter landed on the roof of this house. Because... Which, thankfully, it was a flat-roofed house. I... You got a text through, or maybe it was a voicemail. Something, yeah. And I walked to the fire station, and I gave them a piece of paper and told them the address where you were. Right. And I literally guessed, because I was like, he's across the street, so I'm going to guess it's this one. Nothing electronic. Yeah. Right. So I gave it to them, and eventually, I guessed But it wasn't a government helicopter. No, it was was just private... Like yeah. some, some, some uh, it was like a, a... The Vortman guy or something. No, like a feedlot or the Vortman, mm. yeah. It was like a feedlot helicopter. Okay. Right? And like this the a private farmers were the ones going around with combines because the combines were heavy enough so they wouldn't get pushed around by the floodwaters. Mm-hmm. And they were driving around town with like some kind of bucket on the front and picking people up. That's how uh, right. my like great aunt and uncle got out of their house. Jesus. In the bucket of this combine. Anyways. So bug-o bags, folks. Bug-o bags would make things a lot easier because we spent <laughs> three weeks and any store that was around, regardless of the fact that it was an emergency, their prices were through the roof. And if we'd have had some more stuff with us, that would have been really fantastic. And we wouldn't have had to go buy all new everything. Yeah. <sighs> Shall we talk about... No, I think we're good. Storing your emergency bags. I feel like this is a whole second episode. Okay. We've been through some really interesting stuff. And it's hopefully made us wiser. Or at least more interesting people. Yeah. And if you would like to download our emergency backpack checklists and inventories, (laughs) you can do it on our website, offgridprepfamily.com. Or you can get it in the back of every single planner that we sell on Amazon because we think it's important that everyone thinks about this stuff. Yeah, you you have to prepare. Because if you're not prepared, I don't know, stuff happens. Yeah. Stuff happens either way, but at least you're prepared. (laughs) Do you have a quote for me today? I do. Most human beings have an almost infinite capacity for taking things for granted. Who's that? Aldous Huxley. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you found this helpful, if you could share it with a friend, we would really appreciate it. My uh, horsefly bite is encroaching. The swelling is encroaching on my eye now. (laughs) Your line of vision is being affected. I could feel it when I was blinking. There were two two parts of my eyelids (laughs) that don't normally touch. Okay, let's go get you some essential oil of some kind. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye.